for joining us on hashtag No Limits today. I am your host, Shelly Kino, and today I am joined by Heather, and it uh, looks like she has a couple of guests with her that I will have her introduce to us in just a little bit. Um, so hashtag No Limits is about people that society has placed limits upon, but who have bust through those limits. Ophelia says in Hamlet that we know what we are, but not who we will be. And I totally believe that 100% and believe that the best example of that is the caterpillar turning into the butterfly. The caterpillar literally has to dissolve into cells and then reform itself, then struggle to get out of the cocoon in order to be able to make its wings strong enough to fly. And then it becomes this beautiful butterfly that we get to see. And so often, in my experience as a former special education teacher and now as a master IEP coach, I have seen limits placed upon people who have learning difficulties and also who have limb differences. And I started this show because I wanted to bring a change to that perspective. And today's guest, Heather, um, is someone that I have known for an extremely long time, probably most of her life. Yes. And um, it has been a joy to watch her grow up. She's also extremely popular. Um, Heather, I'm not sure if you are aware how popular you really are. There have been an enormous amount of people who have been excited about this interview with you today. And I've had over, I don't know, like 30 comments of people on the post about today saying how wonderful you are, how great you are, what a great person you are. So you have a massive fan club. Yes. Um, so just in case you didn't know that, I wanted to make sure that you knew that today. Um, so Heather, tell us who's with you and tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm with my mom, Toots, my niece, Sadie, and my cousin, Trina. All right. <laughs> so and you, you my dad, but and your dad. He's on the other side. Okay. So you have got quite the crew with you right there, even. Um, yes. and so uh for total full disclosure, um Heather and I share family members. She and I are not related, but um her cousin Trina is also my cousin Trina because Trina's mom <laughs> <laughs> Trina's mom is my first cousin, so um, I, I didn't think that she knew that, so I thought I'd let her let her in on that little secret. Um, so, so Heather, um, so let's. You're on here to talk about you today, so I want to talk about um, what life has been like for you, and what is it about you that is a reason for you to be on the hashtag no limits. Um, just to let people know that, um, um, to let people know that I have different abilities, that I have different abilities to walk and to learn those different abilities, how to learn to walk and see where they can take it from there. All right, so let's jump into that specific one first. Um, because when you were growing up, you learned how to walk. 
Um, but then something happened about a year ago. Tell us what happened about a year ago. Um, I had, I started, when I started walking a year ago, I, I was limping and I found out that I had, uh, blood clots and they didn't know what was from, what caused the blood clots to form that way and get into my right foot and just let it die. And so once that happened, um, once that realization happened, what were the next steps for you and your family? The next steps were getting me uh, well. well and getting a prosthetic and learning how to walk, learn with it and walk with it. And Okay, so you completely lost the lower half of your right leg. Is that correct? Right. Okay. Correct. Underneath the, by the knee bone. Okay. And so that's where I was referring to in the introduction about your limb difference. Um, And so what kinds of things have you had to go through in the last year besides just getting a prosthetic? I mean, there had to be some hospitalization, I'm assuming there's probably some surgery a lot of hospitalization. I, I had a lot of hospitalization, and uh-huh. and um, I I was in there about a month, and then I went to into rehab, and that took like three weeks, three weeks, and see where we, and if I didn't get better, I would have had to stay there longer, and they were. I could had some other ones. And I had other ones that uh, it, wouldn't heal right. it wouldn't heal right. And if it didn't heal right, they would have to go above my knee and take my knee out. Okay. So you had a lot of struggles for a long time. Yes. And so now we are almost a year down the road and you have the prosthetic now. Is that correct? Yes. It, I have a pres- I have a, a practice one. So you have the practice one. You don't have the original I don't one have yet. the original one yet. Okay. So how much longer until the till your regular one comes in and, and are there steps that you have to do before that can happen? Hopefully, Ho- uh, hopefully like you'll start your uh, therapy next week. I'll maybe. hopefully start my therapy next week and it's going to be in Centralia at the hospital there and see where it goes from there. And then if I do well, I'll get my foot. Okay. So tell me about having to learn to walk again, because you were, um, you were an adult when this happened. So you had been walking, running, playing, you know, for 25 plus years. Yeah. And and then this happened. So tell me about some of the struggles and about like, is there any way you can explain um, kind of how your brain and your body worked? Not really, but when I was struggling, I would, I was playing basketball and all of a sudden my, my foot went numb and I went up to the stands and I had my brother-in-law rub my foot to get the circulation. circulation to where it needs to be. And it didn't, it worked for a while. And then I went to go play again and it, 
it went numb again. So I went, I sat out for the rest of the quarter. So had you had that before or something like that where you knew to go to your brother-in-law and have him rub that out? Or was it just, hey, this hurts. Can you do something? Yeah, yeah it, it, it just came. It just came. Okay. Just out of the blue, it just came. All right. So you really hadn't had any health problems prior mm -hmm. to that situation happening. Right. Okay. And then on top of that, I had a heart attack a year ago, too. Oh, was that before this leg situation or yeah, kind no, of during? With, with the situation. Oh, my goodness. Yes. So on top, it went right by my heart and... I am on still on medication for it. Wow. Well, you're doing amazing. And I just want to tell you, we do have a couple of comments. Um, so Michael Bernson says, hi, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, one of the comments on the thread of, of announcing that you're coming on today was from Michael. And he told me and everyone else that you were instrumental in making his daughter, Hannah, an honorary special Olympian. Um, and so I want to get into that in a little bit. Um, okay. We also have a remark from Lorna Lammers, Hubbard, sorry, <laughs> skipped her last name there. Um, she says, regardless of your disabilities, you are beautiful. And I would agree with that. Mm -hmm. um, Thank you. Lay Jansen says, hi, everyone. Um, that happens to be my mom. <laughs> what, Jansen? My mom, Lou. Oh, Lou. Lou. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for those of you who are watching, um, I want Heather's story and I want all of the stories that I tell and are and I'm able to share on hashtag no limits to be seen by as many people as possible. So if you're watching, if you could just put hey or you know hashtag no limits or hashtag Heather, um, you know, just something because the more comments a video receives, the more people it's shown to. I'm finding this out. I'm learning, taking classes on Facebook stuff. So um, I've never said that in a normal no limits. So I wanted to just put that out there to just go ahead. And um, if you are watching, just let us know. Even just a simple hi will be great. Um, okay. So we kind of sidetracked there for a second, yeah. but I wanted to get those comments in there for you. So you, you were in the hospital. Um, had your leg already been amputated and then you had the heart attack or did it happen prior it ha it happened prior to she had the heart attack i had and the heart go ahead she had the heart attack and then she, uh, we we went in she had that you know she already had the heart attack and then we were going to get her leg x-rayed and everything and uh when we got to the uh hospital then they started working on her right away they didn't like the way it looked or anything like that so then uh they they told us too uh, that you know the way it was with her heart and stuff so and they said it uh most probably was caused by the uh blood clots and stuff that she had so wow yeah i didn't know about the heart attack um or yeah, if I had, she had, I had yeah she had that uh right before she started with her leg and stuff well it was with the leg and stuff so you know when she had it but uh, it was due to that too. So, yeah, she had a lot of stuff to go through when she had that. She went through a yeah. lot of stuff. No kidding. Um, I've I've known loved ones who have gone through just a heart attack, um, and that up. in itself is scary. And mm -hmm. and you know the recovery from that can be difficult. But to have that on top of um, the 
the situation with the blood clots in your legs and, and the, um, getting the prosthetic. Goodness, that kind of explains a little bit of why you might have been in the hospital for so long and, and yeah. then the recovery process because as well. She had a clot right next to her heart, a blood clot right next to her heart. So they really had to be watching her. So, but uh, she did okay. She come through it. So we still have her here. Yeah, that's that whole house Winkler blood she's got flowing through her body. She's got, <laughs> she's got strong, strong um, stamina there and, and fight. Um, so, so let's get back to you learning to walk again. Cause we, we started to talk about it and then we kind of veered off. And, um, yeah. so tell us some of the processes you had to go through and if you can kind of give us a time frame, maybe of when you started and kind of how far you are in this point. Um, I started when it was my first therapy session. I'm trying to think, um, it was about a it was about a, two, about a week or so after she had her surgery. Then they started getting her out of bed and stuff yeah. and uh, started with it, you know, <clears throat> to get her going around, which, you know, but uh, it was about, oh, yeah, she, she was in the hospital. They, kept, you know, she got up and she had to go, you know, she had to go to the bathroom and stuff like that. She had to get up and go for herself, you know, but I yeah. mean, they helped her and they, everything. But, because I had, I had to have, like two people, I had to like have two people on each side so I could have what? enough uh, support. Support just a walk. Sure, sure. Um, and we've got Carolyn Crocker says, mm -hmm. um, "Hi Heather, you are amazing." Mm -hmm. um, Alex Smith says, "Hi Heather and Mom. This is Alex from Alex, Luke, and Fran and Allison." Yeah. Um, Tommy Hagen says hi, and um, my mom says you take after your Aunt Barb. Oh, yeah. And both of us are sorry for your loss of your Aunt Barb. Um, and, and Michael says... I had a really rough time with that, too. Yeah, you were very close with her. Yeah. Um, and I need to, I'm going to tell a story about your mom. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> since we brought up aunt barb um so i I'm, I'm sure your mom doesn't remember this story but the night i met my husband you were there i met my husband at the bowling alley and you and barb and diane and um dawn you were you guys were playing cards yeah and um, my husband was out there and Don called me and said, Hey, I want you to meet this guy. And so, um, you, you and, and us and, uh, my husband and Don and her boyfriend at the time, uh, we all played a game of, of cards. And so, yeah, I, you're partially responsible for it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. He's a pretty darn good guy. I'm, I'm happy there to have him. Times. See, yeah. I think Brian Keno was like, is he like relation to? Yeah, he is my husband's brother. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing that I want to talk to you about is because you work or did before all of this stuff happened at Community Link. And that's how you know Brian Kino mm -hmm. um, because of your, your time at Community Link. So um, I'm, a, I'm eventually, I hope to go back there eventually, but I don't know when. Yeah. And so let's get back to that. Um, so let's talk about, so you, are you pretty much back to 
as much as you can be without having the full prosthetic at this point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. That is amazing. That is so amazing. Um, so you talked about the fact that when this happened, you were playing basketball. Mm -hmm. um, what team were you playing basketball? Uh, Clayton County Cats. It's right. Clayton County. Uh, well, Clinton County Cats. Clinton County Cats. Okay, so tell me about that team. What's the affiliation of? Um, it's to get to know people, and to get to know like new new people and new make new friends, and have them help you out and everything. And you, how I got to know them is you talk to them. And if they don't talk to you, you don't talk to them. Oh, yeah, you do. Okay. So, so this is a, so this is a, um, this isn't a school team. This is a Special Olympics special team. Olympic yeah, it's team. a Special Olympics team. Okay. So, yeah. Um, so, the Special Olympics, you have been involved with that for how long? Do you remember when you started? 20 some. 20 years. 20 years. Wow. That's awesome. Because I, I started out, I started when I was in school. Okay. Back in, in grade school? Grade school. Okay. Yep. Um, so we have another comment here from Julie Verdue. Verdue. Yep. You go, girl. I love you, Heather Holthouse. Yep. Um, here, here's another one. I don't think I said this one from Michael. She's a tough young lady. She has overcome many challenges and is an inspiration to all. So like I said, you have quite the fan base. Um and it just seems like everybody who knows you loves you. And that is, I believe, an, in major part to the fact that you almost always have a smile on your face. It is very, very rare that I have ever seen you without a smile on your face. Um, so what do you have to smile about, Heather? I mean, you've got, you know, this prosthetic process. You've had a heart attack. You had troubles in school. Why are you so happy? You got all these friends I just that got, call. Her. I got all the friends that call me, and they they sit here they, all the time. We talk, and we uh, we sit here all the time, and we play card. We play we play Uno. It's a card game called Uno on uh, Facebook. Facebook, and we play it all together, and we laugh, we crack up, we do everything. And yeah. one of my uh, Julie Verdue and her other friend go, Heather, you can do it. Don't be ashamed. I'm like, so a lot of I have a lot of support. I have a huge support system. You, you really do. And, um, I have to be honest, I have had more people, um, comment on this even before going live than I've had on some of my shows before live and in the replays. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, just the fact that you, you're, you've just touched so many lives and you continue to be a wonderful example to people of, even if you're going through a tough time, you can still smile. That's what I did in the hospital too. Cause my sister, Michelle, she goes, if you don't smile, you're not going to get through anything. We have a lot yeah. of family support yes. for too. So there's a lot of family. And Amber and them, they support me. And I'll have a new baby cousin in April. Yay, me too. 
can't come soon enough right i know <laughs> um so yeah we have another comment here um from travis crocker very tough girl but always smiles and has an awesome family um so so you were playing basketball um, at the time of this, but what other sports or activities have you been involved with with Special Olympics? Uh, volleyball. There's bocce. Softball. Softball. The shot put. And uh, running. Running. Track and field. Uh, what else? Softball is? throw. Softball throw. And... Uh, I'm trying to think, what else is there? So I think I'm hearing whatever they offer, you basically are going to do it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So I say, no, we can't do. <laughs> yeah. So I had Alex Hegan on um, uh, back before the new year started. And I know he's big at like the cross country and the snowshoe yes, stuff. Yes, um, do you do those as well? No, I don't do cross the cross country. Okay. So of all those mentioned, um, what one do you think would be like your top one? And then why would that be your top one? Softball. Because you may, because you would make more. F- yeah, why would it be so tough? Because you, okay. <laughs> you can't, you can't hit the ball as well as you want to. Okay. <laughs> I half the time can't hit it at all. So I totally agree that you can't hit it like you want to. <laughs> we know, Shelly. <laughs> well, thanks, Jess. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> but when we first started out, we uh, did T-ball. They uh-huh. used to run backwards. The, uh, third base first, you know, that was first. And then, then they used, yeah. that's when they started. They always went oh, to third base first. That had to be confusing. For them, it was. But after a while, a couple of you know times, they got down pat, and then they went they went to town. They got a pretty good team, so they didn't yeah. do too bad. That's awesome. Out of them, in one in one shadow box, I have fifty some medals, and it spells out my first name. Oh my goodness! And then I got more on my wall, just a behind my bed wow so so that shadow box for you my uncle sack made the shadow box for me for for christmas one year oh that's nice my my medals were missing (laughs) and i didn't know where they went they kind of got you know put put in some place where you didn't know where they were yeah You know, to miss one medal is like, okay, maybe I misplaced that. But to miss 50 medals, like, all right, now wait, something's going on. Yeah, and it was <laughs> all right. And it spells out my first name. I had to look really close what it spells out first, but I'm like, oh, okay. I got that one year for Christmas, and then it's still in the uh, closet. closet yet, but I'll get it hung up sometime. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that, that I was going to ask if we could see it, but if it's in the closet, then... Um, it's yeah, probably, we have to dig it out. We have yeah. to like, dig it out and everything. All right. Never mind then. We don't need to see it. I just thought it would be really cool. Maybe some other time you can, we'll, we'll have you on again and you yeah. can share it with us or you can send us a picture of it. 
Um, all right, so what's your second favorite sport or activity with Special Olympics? Um, basketball. Or bocce. Bocce. All right, you got to explain bocce. Okay, okay. <laughs> bocce, okay. It's, you have a polina ball. It's a small ball. It's like you throw that first, and you got these four different colored balls. You throw that to the polina ball, and whoever gets the closest gets the point. Okay, it's so like bowling on grass. It's like bowling on grass. So there's four different color balls. So like, you know, there's four balls. They're all the same color. You get four balls, and your opponent gets four balls. Okay. Okay. You take turns throwing the ball, but okay. who's ever close, who's ever the furthest from the ball has to shoot, the, you know, at the ball next. Okay. So whoever is closest to that ball, to the Polina ball, gets the point. And they, you might get two, three points at a time. You never know. Right. But it's fun watching the kids do it. They do a good job. So so I'm thinking there's, since you throw the Polina ball first, you can't necessarily do a lot of like, okay, I need to get it this distance as far as practicing because you have to go there. I'll tell you what, there, there's a white line halfway across, you know, there's, you got your court and you, it's, uh, the, there's a white line right in between, you know, it's halfway uh, on the court. So you have to get it over that, that line. Okay. So then, then you throw at the, uh, the white ball. Okay. So, Who's ever closest gets the point. You could figure it out that I'm throwing you. You could do it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm feeling a lot of love from you right now, Toots. I mean, I just, have, <laughs> have, you could do it, Sally. I know you could. They have a uh, bocce court in Breeze. By, they, built oh, they built one by Southside. All right. Ballpark. Ball, the Southside ballpark. I'm sure I could figure it out. I would just, you know, it, it's I'd easy want to, to play once you get it going. I mean, like it's you, it's it's split in half. That's what it you actually is just split the field in half. Yeah. And but you played the whole field, so you you start at the one end. You know, you shoot your first four balls, and who's ever the closest gets that point. So you go around to the other side, and you shoot from that side. You keep going back and forth. Okay. Yeah. So who's got, uh, I think uh, they have a time on it. I don't know how, how many minutes you got to play, but they have a time on it. So who's got the most pro points at the end of that time, that's the winner. Okay. It's a lot of fun to watch them. They got some good, they, I'll tell you what, they got some good kids that are really good at it. So We played in St. Saint, Saint Rose. Rose that time. It was me, Mom, Barb. Barb, and Laurie Moss, and who was the other? No, just us four. Us against four against other people. Other people, and it it was fun. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know Lori Moss. <laughs> I don't know Lori Moss, but just knowing you, your mom, and Aunt Barb, I I know there was a lot of laughter. So yeah, <laughs> we had a lot of fun. <laughs> Yeah. 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 I, your mom has always been, um, and I'm sure you get your personality traits a lot from your mom because you, you guys are both just always, you know, you're always happy. You're always laughing. You're always enjoying life. Um, no matter what life throws at you. Um, you guys haven't always had things easy and yet here you are laughing, smiling and having, you know, just enjoying life. And that, 
that to me is so incredible um, because mm-hmm. you could have certainly, you know, turned negative and, and become very bitter, you know, and, and why me? Why do, you know, as if my life wasn't difficult enough. Now I've had a heart attack. Now I've had, you know, I've got a limb prosthetic that I'm working to get. Um, mm-hmm. But yet you choose joy and that that's, that's a beautiful thing. And, and that's an amazing thing. Um, all right. So what has Special Olympics done for you? You talked about in the beginning when we talked about basketball, how, you know, it's there for you to make friends, for you to have people to support you. Um, has it taught you anything about yourself? Has it, have you grown through it? Um, to respect other people and have respect for what, if they treat you better, respect for yourself, respect for yourself, most likely, but that's about it. Okay. And do you get to travel or is it just that you play here in Clinton County? No, they go, we travel over like they, we went to, um, you go to Springfield. We went to um, Decatur, Decatur, Rockford. You know, you go all over there to play the uh, 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 Special Olympic stuff. Like uh, you have the th- different places like uh, the uh, uh, volleyball. Mm-hmm. We went to Rockford that, that year. They had they they played over there. That's where we had to go play. If you made you know if you made the uh, uh, sectionals or something like that you had to go there to play and stuff it's just like basketball if you make make it you go you know on but it you know you go where they ever ever you know wherever you have to go but no they they don't just stay in clinton county they go all over and so it's it's similar to or at least it sounds like it so correct me if i'm wrong it sounds very similar to a school-based system where you compete against other teams Mm -hmm. and then at a certain point you know you have kind of like your regionals and then Whoever wins the regionals gets to move up to the sectionals, sectionals. and then gets to go up to the state level. Is that, yeah. is that same? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's so you're all- doing so you're doing these sports that you mentioned because you mentioned so many of them. Do you ever have downtime in your year? I mean, prior to COVID and prior to your prosthetic. Yeah, yeah. like um, in January, you know, you we, we're down. You you're finished playing basketball, and you wait until you know, like the, the winter. There's not much you do. Um, but, uh, then you come along, you start practicing softball right away. So then you got, you know, you're playing basketball up until the time you don't like school and you, uh, you know, you start your other, uh, games and stuff. So yeah, it it keeps them busy. So, and there's bowling. They do that. I mean, you know, they do at the same time, uh, the bowlers do. So, you know, they, they keep busy. Um, so when I was young and I, I don't know if Special Olympics was just starting out or if it was just my knowledge of it, but, um, I felt like there was only one or two events a year. Has, has the program started, they started building on the program. It used to be that we just played bocce, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's, it has built, you know, when she started, it was just, uh, bocce. She did snowshoeing, um, Snowshoeing was the best to watch them do the snowshoeing. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. yeah. They went up to Galena, you know, they there's, went up there and you they, you had your snow 
So, and they, and you run on it. You don't walk, you run on the snow. Tell her about the one. Drive. So, it, and it, it was amazing. They, there were a lot of people that could do it. I'm just <laughs> saying, I talk. There's, there's one of my friends that he was in the Special Olympics with me and he just put him on. He didn't walk with him. He went, he ran. I don't he, run. he wouldn't run for anything else, but he got those snowshoes on and boy, he took off. <laughs> wow. Well, I guess he, he found in, what he liked. And he's in this, he's in a Silla home now. So, well, we used to practice, you know, like a lot of people had to practice just on the ground. We had to, we went over to the Carlisle Lake and we, were, we did it on the uh, sand. And oh, that that's really great. helped these kids to learn how to run. You know, like, it was like snow there anyway. That's how, how soft your snow is. Right. So you went on that sand and you learned how to run. So they all they all did pretty good with it. So that's, That is wonderful. That, I'm, I'm really glad that you explained, you know, the differences between when I was a kid and what Special Olympics was. Mm -hmm. And what it is now. So it sounds like it is a much bigger, more social organization yeah. as well. It is. Um, so when you've gone to all of these other places, you talked about going to Galena, you talked about Rockford and Springfield. Um, do you ever, I, I presume, just like in sports, you start to see the same people over yeah. and over yeah. again. So do you have friends that are from around the state that you've met because of Special Olympics? Yes. yes. Uh, there's like from... Mount Carmel, um, Belleville, and I'm trying to think where else. Uh, well, Springfield, well, no, not Springfield. Well, it's all most like all the people that, you know, you need, yeah. they're all at, at, the, like, at the, yeah. you know, at the same spot where we are. We, they come right. from all over. And so we meet them over there. So they're, you know, they can be, they can be from Rockford, you know, people from Rockford, you, you see them all the time when you go up there and you meet them up there and, and they remember, I, I tell you, they remember who you are. They don't forget. So, well, I mean, from, from the, the buzz on the feed about Heather being here, I don't think anybody forgets meeting Heather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not too many people. Too. You just have such a contagious personality, and it's so positive. And um, so many people commented on the original post about today, what a beautiful smile you have, and just yeah. what a, a beautiful overall person you are. Not just in looks, but your personality, your character, everything about you. Um, so a couple more comments here. Um, when we were talking about laughing, uh, Michael Bernson said, laughter and jokes, always great. <laughs> Carolyn Gardner says, hi, Heather. Yeah. Um, and then Michael just said, there's a big track and field event every year at Edwardsville that yeah. the Clinton County Cats participates in. Mm -hmm. So um, so what was it that prompted you to want to make, since we just talked about Michael, um, wanted to help get his daughter an honorary Special Olympian? Um when I, I, when I was growing up, I had seizures and he was probably the, the only guy that could get me out of him. So that's how I got to come really close to him and knowing his daughter and asking him to be an honor, have his she daughter. But she, she was, she was a little person that I thought, you know, 
she was just a little girl sitting there. You know, there was no motion for she her was or anything. Seven years. And I thought that would be uh, she'd be perfect for this. You know, just to have her as an honorary person in there. I thought she was so, you know, lovable and everything. And I thought, you know, she's one that I'm going to get in there. She'll, you know, to see, let people see, really, what what a kind of person that you know comes she, to the Special Olympics, that enters into the Special Olympics. I said she was a, a very sweet little girl, even though she couldn't talk or see, you know, right. see who you were. But she was so special. I thought she belongs in there. Yeah, that's that's. That was my thought. She really belonged in it. I didn't yeah. care if she couldn't move or she couldn't do anything. I would love to have her, you know, have somebody bat for her, somebody push the chair around for her. I would love to see that. So, but uh, I, I don't, you know, for the safety of everything, you know, you just don't want to do it and get them hurt and stuff like that. But I would right. love to see it. But um, she was, you know, it was just one of those things. So I thought she was one that, you know, I was, I just wanted to get in there. So, yeah. Well, I know um, when I interviewed Michael, he was on a few weeks ago and then he was also with me a couple of Fridays ago in place of Fran. Um, and yeah, he, I know how special that was to him and to Deb. Um, but Michael's the one who's joining us and I don't know if you can see his comment, but he says yeah. he loves you guys and <laughs> lots of hearts and um, just a, I'm not, sure what the I don't know if that's his face my graphic isn't showing very clearly on that last one but um, yeah that's oh, it, him and his daughter yeah. him and Hannah yeah yeah so um okay so we've talked about Special Olympics we've talked about some of the things that you went through in school we've talked about your heart attack and your prosthetic so let's talk about Community Link tell me what Community Link does for you what you have learned and gained from that and that experience Community Link has taught me how to get a job and working with the people that you don't know and getting along with them and uh, getting different jobs, like cleaning jobs. I went from was it Thursdays I went to clean at Highland the special Olympics office in Highland and then on Fridays I went to go clean the library in Germantown on Friday mornings and the rest of the time I just stayed there and we played games and we talked and they just made me where I can be a better person and what do you mean be a better person? I mean, you're a pretty amazing person already from, <laughs> from all accounts. Uh, I, I'm just trying. Um, Gave you better skills? Is that what you're trying to say? Maybe? Yeah. The, okay. the better skills that they try to teach. Okay. Um, so you've, you've cleaned and um, I thought you said there was another, another thing that you did as a job. Did you say there was another thing as a job? No. Uh, no. And then we have, then we have the coffee. I don't know if you've heard the red porch. Yes, it's delicious. Um, 
Community Link has bought that mm-hmm. in Clinton in Clinton Manor, and we've bought that in was it last year? No, two years. I think it was either late 2018 or early 2019. Yeah, I mean not 2018, 2019, and yeah, then because of COVID, it was closed down a lot of 2020. Oh, yeah. And they've we we went on outings they go we go on outings and they just help me um socialize socialize with other people not with the same people but with different people right so do you work at the red porch or did you work at the red porch at all no okay i just work at the workshop okay so what do you do at the workshop we put uh part uh beeline uh parts together for beeline it's uh it's another factory in highland okay is that and that's not the boat manufacturing or the seat boat seat thing is it no okay and then that would be in carlisle wouldn't it boat seats I yeah so. i think so at one time at least and then what was the other one then then we then I also worked over in Aviston. Suitholtz in Aviston, the sheet metal company in Aviston. What we, did you do for them? Um we we stood we put parts on a rack. So and so they could paint them and they go through a oven and they spray coated them. Oh. And we had to go, we like had to put like, like 40 of them on a rack. And and if it wasn't done, we could have waited until the next, the next round came came around and then they would turn the machine off and then we would uh, take them off and then go to lunch and then break. Cause it would have got, it gets really hot in there and. Yeah, I would think so, working with sheet metal and the, mm-hmm. the machinery to paint everything. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And so all of them, I, I presume you earn money at each of these jobs. Yes. And then that's just yours. You get to, I mean, there's, you don't have to specifically apply that to your services or the skill learning that you're getting from the community link or any of that. No. No. Good. Um, something that you mentioned earlier when we were talking about your friend who just once he got on the snowshoes, he took off running and, you know, um, so hopefully you know who I'm talking about. You said he lives in a Scylla. Can you yes. explain for anybody who may not know what that is? It's a, it's a house where it's a house where it gets donated. If the other person don't want it, say like, Oh, it's kids that live there on their own. And another okay. person comes in and, watches on until the next day right so when you're when your mom is saying kids um she actually means adults right (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, right right yeah but i i just wanted to make that clear so it's you know like it would be people heather's age yeah um that are living in these sillas in different towns and Mm -hmm. um and that's, yeah, that's just their version of independent living. And your version of independent living is living where you live with your mom, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Awesome. So tell me, 
we're just about, um, I think we've covered, I'm, I'm going to look really quickly at my notes to make sure that we've covered. Um, oh, no, we haven't covered one thing. What do you do for fun when you're not playing <laughs> oh. or basketball or all those other things? Um, well, we, uh, I play bingo. Yeah. In Carlisle, at KC Hall in Carlisle, on, usually on Wednesday nights, but since with all the COVID and everything, it they haven't been opening anything. Right. Um, one time I I won four hundred. Was it four hundred dollars? Yeah. I won four hundred dollars on a game. Wow. Won a blackout. Nice. Congratulations. And I gave it to mom and mom, I'm like, don't lose it for me. <laughs> I don't know. I have done that too very bad. <laughs> too bad. And my dad goes, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I like to read. I I watch TV. Well, I don't watch TV, but I watch movies and everything. I have a phone that I my sister got for me when I was in the hospital. Games and I there. played games on there. I play games a lot. So I have my own personal cell phone and I don't. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at Michael's comment and he wants to know yeah, if borrow $400. <laughs> Heather, can I borrow $400? Oh, ain't got none for you, Michael. But Tut's already lost that, even though Heather told her not to. She kind of lost it. <laughs> Playing them card games. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, what was I? Talking about your phone and the things that you do for fun. So I got to. What else do you do for fun? Um, I spend. Mm, Spend time with Michelle. I try to spend time with Michelle the best I can because I'm over here and I go back and forth, to, you know, to get working with my prosthetic and everything. Uh -huh. And she goes, "Don't leave me again," because <laughs> she. Who is, who is Michelle? Michelle is my sister. Okay. She's the. It's. Uh, Michelle, Bobby. Kyle, Laurie, and then me. Okay. And I, and my, my brother-in-law, that's Michelle's husband. Okay. He helps me a lot. And he also teases me, but. Well, that's what brothers and brothers-in-law are for. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I call him brother, I call him brother-in-law. You don't have to call me brother-in-law. <laughs> You can just take off the in-law and just call him brother. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty much how I am with Brian Kino. Yeah. But uh they they helped me out a lot since he they when I was in the hospital over in St. Louis at Barnes, he would come over and stay the night with me and give Michelle a break and Michelle would go home and spend the time with Macy and Logan. Macy and Logan are my niece and nephew. Okay. So did you live with Michelle before this happened? No. No. No, you were just really close with Michelle? Yeah. Okay. 
yeah, she, she, I, since I had a heart attack before she did, she, she took her to the hospital and everything. She went up there with her to stay with her. So, uh, and I, I would come during the day. So she would, Michelle stayed up there, uh, with her. So she helped her out and everything. So she is her guardian. Her, her and Laurie are both their, her guardian. So, uh, okay. She just took over. Well, that I was very much. Yeah. Well, that was a that was a perfect segue. Um, speaking of guardianship, I am offering a free um, program in a few weeks, and I'm going to share my screen here really quick, and I'll share that with everybody. And it is for preparing your children with special needs for the future in school and in life. It's a free event. Um, and it talks about, it's through myself and I'm going to be sharing tips and, uh, information about the IEP and how that can help people in school that need it. And then Ashley Day of A Day Law is going to teach you the do's and don'ts of preparing for your child before they turn 18, after they turn 18 and after the time when you can no longer take care of them. Um, so if you would like to register, for that event, let me quickly grab that and put that in the chat here. Um, that will be on February 11th. And some of the things that people think are the right things to do to set up for the future are not necessarily. So even if you think you have everything all lined up, if you haven't worked that out with a lawyer, um, you definitely want to join and be a part of that with us on February 11th. Um, so Heather, we're going to wrap up here. Okay. So what kinds of things would you want to let somebody know that has the wrong impression about a person with special needs? Um, have a positive attitude and just work through what you have work through what you have not what you lost mm. if i'm saying that right yeah no i gotcha yeah that's really good um oh, i'm trying to what else is there Huh? Let people let people know what you've done. Right. Have don't push them away. Right. Um yeah. focus on the positive things. Focus yeah. on the things that the person can do. And, and then Yeah. Go ahead. And not the things that maybe they're, they're having difficulty with and they can't do. Yes. Um, that's what I was trying to get. <laughs> that's I was, fine. I was trying you, to get. No, you were, you were, I was just summarizing what you said. You, you did say that. So I was just summarizing what you said. Yeah. Um, so for anybody who is watching and you've never joined me on hashtag no limits before, thank you for being a first time guest. Um, for those of you who have joined me before, um, I appreciate you being here today. Thank you to everybody who has commented. Um, if you like Heather's story, I have written a book and there are nine stories kind of like Heather's. Um, the book is called Those Who Can't Teach and it is about 
families and individuals who have been told you can't um, by family members, by society, by teachers, by medical professionals. Um, and, and they've all shown all the great things like Heather has said that she can do. Um, and then the 10th chapter is my chapter. And it is my journey of growing up and thinking that I wanted to teach only kids in general education classrooms. And to the point I am today of wanting to make the world better for all one IEP at a time. And I want to change the perspective. My perspective changed when I opened my arms and my heart and my eyes and ears to working and getting to know people with special needs. Um, and so I want to change everybody else's perspective that has that imperfect idea. Um, I don't want to say it's wrong, but it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, thank you, Carolyn Crocker. She she bought the book a while back and she said um, it's a great book. And so before we head out, um, so let's see, we've had um, great live stream today. Keep smiling, Heather. Um, Julie wants you to FaceTime with her. Yes. <laughs> I, I told him I'd FaceTime after I got done. So. Um, Michael says, great to see your smiling face. Heather, keep up all the hard work. Alex says, great seeing you, Heather. Keep smiling and going strong. Carolyn Crocker, thanks for sharing your story. Keep smiling. Um, Denise, and I, I completely agree. Work through what you have, not what you lost. Um, that, that could have been the title of my book. I think, <laughs> um, because that is such a beautiful, beautiful statement. And then Carolyn Gardner says, great job, Heather, and keep up the hard work. So yeah, she um, was my boss at, at CUNYLINK one time. Oh, okay. That's so. awesome. Um, so yes. Yeah, so thank you to everyone again, who has commented today. Um, and again, if you, if you want the book, you can go to, I didn't tell you where to go. Um, you can go to, where is it? my website, which is shellykino.com, and it's right on the front page. Um, it's $25 if you order through the website, and that includes the tax and the shipping and handling, and then I will autograph a copy for you. Um, and again, go ahead and check out the webinar coming up with um, Ashley Law, and, or Ashley Day, <laughs> the lawyer. Sorry about that. Um, and yeah, as Heather said, um, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to put this up here because I think this is work through what you have and not what you lost. Um, and if you, if you have the chance to be with somebody who learns differently than you do, don't miss that chance. Yeah. You, you will both be blessed for having known each other. I, I am certainly blessed for having known Heather, my, all, well, not my whole life. I'm way older than her, her whole life. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, and many other people that I've had the privilege to know, um, and especially the families in my book. And before I start crying, I am <laughs> um, going to say goodbye. Heather, is there any last parting words? I don't want you to not get to say something if you wanted to. Um, where where can, is your book like around in Clinton County? It is not because of COVID. Um, the libraries haven't really been open, but um, I, I'm sure I can work it out that I can get it, a copy to you. Okay. Um, thank you for what you've. What you did is thank you for what you did, and I would would love to do it again. Awesome. 
I, I think that would be great. Maybe we can have um, you and Ma Michael and Fran and um, some of the, maybe Alex Hegan, um, you know, maybe some of the Clinton County cats could all come on and just so, talk about yeah. some of the things that you guys are doing. And um, so Sadie, are you, are you wanting to say something or are you just? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You, you want to say something, Trina? You want to say hi? Trina, want to say hi? Can you see her? Nope. No, she's not. She's moving. She's like, no, I don't want to be on. <laughs> That's completely. Oh, this this way. Here. There, there she is. is. There she is. Let's say hi. Hi, hi Trina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your grandpa Gary is my uncle. Would you know that? No. <laughs> That's Wait. okay. Yeah. So yeah, we're we're all connected, especially if we live here in Clinton County. Um, we're all connected in some way, shape, or form. It seems like. So, um, again, thank you, Heather and Toots yes. and Trina and Sadie for joining me today. Um, I'm so appreciative. You're again, you you're just a beautiful person inside and out, Heather. And it's been a joy and a pleasure to watch you grow up and and to see the approach that you have had to the struggles that have been placed upon you. Um, and I just, I can't thank you enough for being such a great light. So thank you everyone. Um, thank please you. Thank you. share this video because we want stories like Heather's to be out there so that people stop having the wrong perspective of those with special needs. See did you next time everybody. Did you see uh, Michael's uh, two comments after? Yeah, it's okay to cry, and yeah, that's a crew. <laughs> the Clinton County cats, and yeah, the people that I mentioned getting together. Yes. Yep. So yeah. All right, everybody. See Thank you next you. time. Thanks. Thanks.